Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello world, Shelley Shearer here and welcome to the show. You know, it's been an interesting couple of days. Everything on my social media just keeps coming up with fear. Uh, inspirational quotes, articles. I wasn't really paying much attention because I don't get caught up in things like these, the coronavirus scares that are around the world simply because the media just makes the fear-mongering out of control as far as I'm concerned. Yes, there needs to be situations put in place to contain it if that's, if that's the necessity, but we're getting pretty darn upset over a few hundred or a few thousand whatever when we've had wars and holocausts and things that have killed tens of millions of people. Um, I think we just need to put it in perspective. But the other thing, too, that bothers me just a little bit is I need you to understand that fear is a very low frequency on the vibrational scale. Is it necessary? Yes. We have fear, fight or flight. We need to run from the lion. We need to, you know, run from someone trying to hurt us. But it never ceases to amaze me how much we live in fear every day of our lives. And just so you know, when when an entire population starts what's the word I'm looking for? Manifesting. That's the word I'm definitely looking for. That level of fear, we're going to have a problem. This is why so much in the world is allowed to continue to go on. Not because quote unquote, why does God let it? God's not letting it. We are. We are letting so much in our world happen. Bad things, bad feelings, holding ourselves back. Now, I tend to focus on not living in fear and regret in your own personal life. And it's been a really interesting journey this last uh, really couple months because as I'm going through some really large changes in my life, this underlying fear just keeps popping up and I keep having to sort of quickly deal with it and set it aside and, and refigure my, my way of thinking, sometimes doing a little cancel, cancel, cancel. You know, I don't want those thoughts through my running it through my head. Or at least if they're running through, I want them running through and out again. I don't want to be hanging on to them. I do not want to be dwelling on them. But man, that takes good habits and discipline. It really does. Because our nature is to hang on to negative stuff. It really is for a lot of people. Not everyone, but where it stems from, let me qualify this comment. We have a psychological subconscious need to be safe. And that is a very hard thing to control through good high functioning habits when we live in a world full of fear, full of bad people doing bad things. And when bad people do bad things and good people stand around and do nothing about it, then you get a few ruling over the many out of fear. It's a pretty simple scenario but it happens in our world and in our history over and over and over again i'm not sure i really see 
how that's going to end, except that on a global scale, mankind just keeps moving forward and becoming better and more. So that's really what I encourage you today. Just think about the type of person that you want to be and the world that you want to live in. Because the media and our governments and everything, and you know, the you can go conspiracy theory if you want to, the handful of the wealthiest on the planet, all they want is control and you to live in fear. If your government cannot, you know, I've always loved being a Canadian. I've always felt that that was not how we were based, that just our country was different that way. We're very different from countries that, we, we are a country that was created from people that escaped fear in Europe. And we're different from the United States in the fact that the United States is very focused um, on their civil liberties, on the fact that they as individuals are, are sort of the number one thing. And Canadians, everything right down to our, you know, our national anthem, we're all about the collective. And it's interesting. It doesn't make you know, one person better than the other. It just is a, I've always found it interesting, the difference in that mentality and how it sort of radiates out in every bit of our culture and then, you know, how our country as, as a whole just sort of keeps moving forward. That has changed for me in my lifetime. Can, Canadians now, we are not paying attention to what's going on. We are not, you know, voting intelligently. We are letting governments um, rule us, make us fearful, keep us in a lot of debt. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a really terrible thing to say in our own country now the last few years. We have elected a government that just has put us in massive debt. And I don't think people realize the undercurrent that is sort of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, that is manifested in a situation like that. We may not see it right away, but all of a sudden we realize that as a, on a global scale, we don't have borrowing power in the world. And... In my province in particular, in British Columbia, we have secondary elected a government that as well has put us massively in debt and sold a bunch of lies to us about how we're there, there for the people. You know, socialism doesn't work because it's against human nature, in my opinion. I think there's some great parts to communism and socialism. I think, you know, wanting to look after other people and everyone being equal is there are some really great parts to that. But the human nature part of us, we need to be free to make choices and we need to let those that want to excel, excel. And that is why that type of government doesn't work really well. It is based on fear, fear of losing what you have, fear of the government that's ruling you. And we are instigating that a lot in this country right now. We are in, well, I think a lot worse shape than I think the average person really realizes. I definitely do not look outside and feel confident in my country any longer. We are, yeah, it's it's really quite sad. And that trickles down. So when I mentioned my provincial government, they sold a bill of goods about how there would be so much free stuff. Well, if you are an intelligent thinking person, you have to understand that there is nothing for free. Tax dollars come in and all that's really being done with your tax dollars is decisions are being made how to spend them. So they came in with a lot of promises that appeal to a lot of low income immigrants and elderly people. But now our grocery bills are through the roof. And it's taken years for people to realize this. All of a sudden, people are looking at their budgets after a couple of years and realizing, wow, things are expensive at the grocery store. Well, of course. The, the deficit has to be made up somewhere. The gas prices are through the roof. There's more transit tax going on things. Our insurance rates are going up. Guys, this is, this is how it works. Your own life is no different. 
So unfortunately, what's happening now is I'm really looking around me and I'm seeing the world at large and I'm just, I just keep noticing all this fear. And I think there are things to be afraid of. But also I want people to be aware that that vibrating at that frequency, worrying that the coronavirus is going to come and, and kill us all that, you know, and of course right now the focus is on China. So that is just like any other ethnic focus. There just is negativity all attached around it, which you know what? I was raised in Canada. Half my population in BC is Asian and most of them have been here for generations and some of them are my best friends. That is not a path we want to walk down as human beings. We need to step back because this is what the media and our governments do. They focus us on something so we're not paying attention over here. It's like, oh my gosh, everything coming from China right now, bad. Let's embargo everything, shut everything down. Goods and services aren't moving along. People can't get in and off flights. I'm not downplaying the severity of this situation, but just think for a second what's happening out there in the media. And now when the media feeds a certain frenzy, we as human beings with our insecurities and our fears, we start stepping up to the plate and laying blame everywhere. Now I'm not saying that perhaps there's a problem in what's happening in mainland China, whether it's the foods they eat, sanitation considerations. I really do, I do not say that I am the knowledgeable uh, authority on any of this. Or is it just all being cooked up in labs by their scientists? Is it not coming from the general population? Has this been released and now they need to hide it? Who knows? Do you know? You don't know. All you can do is live in your power because courage is not the absence of fear. It's having fear and acting anyways, but we get so locked up in our fear of failure and our fear of other quote unquote people, our fear of governments, our fear of other races, our fear of other religions. It is just crazy town. And then this morning, my husband comes into the kitchen and he goes, you won't believe it. A 22 year old won the $70 million lottery back East. And my first thought was universe, dear God, please send him advisors, send him advisors to advise him because that $70 million should last and be paying for the life of him, his children and his children's children for the rest of their existence. Because go have some fun, understand that buying things that need to be maintained or cash flow. So live within your means and living within your means with 70 million versus 70,000, the same principles apply people. We all want to live beyond our means and the average millionaire that wins the lottery is broken five years. I know you might think, how could anyone be broken five years? But the stats don't lie. It is a consistent statistic in lottery winners over and over. Same thing with inheritance over and over and over again because we are not conditioned to manage our own lives and then we are not conditioned to manage our fears and then we are not conditioned to manage our wants and then we're not conditioned to go look for mentors. So if I was a 22 year old right now and won $70 million, let me tell you, I would be putting on clean clothes and I would be phoning every investment place in the city and I would be taking interviews. I would not be letting anybody sell me on their services. I would go out and find where my money is best kept safe, giving them me the best dividends. I would go out and make decisions about where in the world I wanted to live, 
how I wanted that lifestyle to look and how I wanted my future and my future generations. Then you can make a plan because with power, with information is power. Okay. So that is, I just am so, that's so amazing because my husband said, yeah, it's really nice someone young want it for a change because there's always people that are nearly dead. And it's sort of true. It's always these old people or retirees, which is, you know, that's great, but they've lived their lives. And other than really enjoying some of it for a while and then leaving it all to someone in their family, they can't build a longevity plan of 40 years because they don't have 40 years left. This young man has easily 60 years left probably if he stays healthy. And with that kind of money, he has the access to the best of everything. The best supplements, the best food, the best coaches, the best medical. This young person has the ability to to really make a difference in his life and people around him and the world at large. Oh my goodness. Gets me kind of excited just thinking about it. Thinking of the possibilities. And so that's where, despite my depressing beginning about governments and conspiracy theories and coronaviruses and Holocaust stuff, you can tell that I've obviously been watching stuff on TV lately, which is true. There seems to be a lot of Holocaust stuff on TV right now. And I struggle watching it. I'm not going to lie. I struggle with the atrocities because I, I look at the Nazis and what happened, and honestly, I do, not, I do not look at one race even subjugating another race. I look at people that held such hatred in their hearts and such, such darkness for other pe- people that it didn't matter whether they were Nazis, Christians, Buddhist, Buddhist monks, or Muslims. It would not matter. The Nazi regime allowed, the Third Reich allowed some of the worst serial killers and narcissistic, just animals that just love torturing people, rise to complete areas of power. So in other words, they were coded in such darkness that darkness rose. Did that mean every single person in Germany hated every other person? No. They got caught up in the fear in that entire country. I, be, I truly believe that entire country just lived in such massive fear and misinformation and that just bred absolute hatred for anybody that wasn't them. It's a sad place to be. It's certainly not inclusive and you're not protecting your own. You want to protect your own? Then you protect your own. But you don't attack everything that's not you. That's not... That's not being true to who you are as a person. That's not living without fear and regret. That is an unhealthy psychological twist of darkness. I really just get onto a tangent on this. I know I do. And I know this topic is a little frightening, but it's been really interesting because I've had a lot of requests lately for interviews and there's going to be a number of them coming up. Actually, I'm doing one next week and the week after, and I've got two more people booked into the month after that. And I'm really, I'm really excited on sharing other people's views and thoughts with you. Um, uh, my guest next week, Adam, is a, a very high-end personal coach and has worked years in the industry. And he brings, he is a fantastic conspiracy theorist. I just, he, he can quite entertain you. He quite entertains me. Uh, the week after that, uh, it looks like I've got a lovely guest from New York. And uh, he deals with men who are executives that really struggle in their work life and keeping balance and staying healthy. 
you know, he, he did the corporate thing. He's a second generation immigrant. So he, he probably has a really interesting story to tell, which I find fascinating. And I'm really looking forward to having Jeffrey on the show. Really, really. Because these are the type of people that I want to introduce you to that can give you another way of thinking. Doesn't, you know, I very much focus on high functioning habits and not living in regret. But you will notice if you follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, and there's two Instagram accounts out there, guys. There's the Living Well with Shell one that also is my personal and my and my inspiration for, for just living well. But I do have a Facebook or an Instagram um, account for high functioning habits to go with the book and, and, the, and the brand. It's just very new. I'm, I'm playing around with some of the, uh, the learning of social media out there. But the bottom line is, I post a lot of, of daily inspiration stuff on there and from other people. It is not stuff I just make up all out of my, on my own. If you follow me, uh, you're going to see things from so many other people. And, and someone in particular that I've really just been quite in love with lately is Jay Shetty. Is that, have I got that right? He's that, the ex-monk. Uh, he just has such an amazing way of looking at the world. But it isn't really him as a person that I find fascinating. It's because of his notoriety and his fame, who he connects all of us with. And that's what I want to be of service to you as well. It, it isn't about me. It's about you. And there are so many people out there whose insight and knowledge I want to share with you. I'm not really sh- sure why over the last two years I stopped having guests on the show, but that is going to change. <laughs> I promise you. So those types of things I'll post on social media so you know those interviews are coming up and that sort of thing. But I encourage you to, to think outside the box and try and think outside your fear. Because like I say, you can Google anywhere on the internet. Just go straight into Google and do uh, vibrations, uh, frequencies. And there are charts galore. You should print one of those and look at how you feel most days and where you are in that chart. Then I want you to look up the chart and find where you want to be. That is why when I'm coaching, I don't encourage people to make changes in their habits that are specific with no purpose. So in other words, I don't encourage you to eat broccoli. I encourage you to be the type of person that wants to be healthy and then has knowledge knowing that broccoli has calcium and fiber and nutrients in it. So therefore, unless you loathe broccoli, we don't eat things we loathe people. Uh, Unless you loathe broccoli, you're going to make an effort to eat more broccoli because you're not a person that eats broccoli. You're a person that wants to be healthy and do the best you can for the body that was given for you to live in. Do you see the difference? Do you see the motivation is different? You need to back it up to find your inclination of, you know, how you are as a person and your why. Same deal with raising your vibrational frequencies. Do you want to be a person that lives in fear? No, you want to be something else. And to be something else, then you need to find the habits and the knowledge that will take you there. The sad part is, I, that's why I say you see it a lot. If you follow me on social media, you will see this in a lot of places, this, this slogan. Willpower will only get you so far and then you better have a plan. Well, that's the point, is having a plan. And part of having a plan is deciding to be the person you want to be. I struggle with my, I'm going to use my husband because, you know, he's, he's working really hard right now to get healthier. We've had some health scares. He's quite overweight. And the health scares are scaring him because he's in his mid to late 50s now. This is the decade that, that people that aren't paying attention, 
we attend too many funerals. It It is frightening. And yet it's the decade where I really have come into my wisdom and myself. It, it should be such, your 40s and 50s are such glorious decades of knowledge. My encouragement and why I do what I do is to bring you closer to that in your 20s and your 30s because there's a heck of a lot less regret if you can start on that path younger. It's like learning to save when you're younger and, and you know, taking over compound interest and letting compound interest work in your life. The younger you start, the better off you'll be. Well, I was listening to my one of my students the other day say that she was watching us watch that new show on, on Prime called Hunters with um, Al Pacino. Oh, really struggling with it. And then my husband watches The, men, uh, the Man in the High Castle. Again, another whole Soviet thing. Um, and the atrocities that happen and the warped way of people's thinking and their hatred and their fear they live in is just, I can't fill my mind with that on a regular basis. I enjoyed Hunters. I, I watched it with him. I don't know if I would continue watching it season two, although it looks like it's going to be pretty fascinating. It's just really well written and well acted. But I don't know if I want to fill my mind with that sort of stuff. There's, a, there's the point of having knowledge. You know, don't be ignorant to what happened in the past so that we don't repeat it. But the bottom line is right now, we just keep repeating these patterns over and over and over again. In fact, the coronavirus right now is something that I seriously am aligning a bit with how the Nazis in the show, people be really clear, this is about the show, not a reality. We're trying to create the Fourth Reich, you know, in the 70s after World War II, uh, because, of course, all their scientists were brought here. And that's a fact. I mean, anyone that disputes that, that, that just happened. Of course, the American government brought all the, the uh, German scientists here. It was either that or let them go, to, the, go to, the, uh, to Russia. So they brought them here for the NASA program and for a whole bunch of other things. But that means they're living free in a country that we fought against. But they wanted their minds. And it's amazing the compromises that we will make in our lives to get what we want. You know, I, I don't necessarily agree with the choices that the government made, um, but I can understand the reasoning. See, do you see there's a difference there? I, I can certainly work that out in my mind. It's not like it's an alien concept to me, but still did what they, was, did what they do, was that right? I'll leave you to judge for that. But I have trouble watching all that. But the same token, I'm, I'm uh, aligning these parallels between this virus because that's actually how in the show, again, quote unquote folks, they were going to decimate a third of the population, especially the low incomes and in their world, the blacks, because that there was such hatred for anything colored, anybody not white, blue eyed, Aryan race. There was, there was just a hate, hatred for everybody. It wasn't just the Jews. They just hated everybody. And then I see this kind of stuff and these viruses and, you know, are they, are they being manufactured, when I say naturally, naturally because of per, perhaps poor habits and lifestyle, or are they being manufactured in a lab and it got out? And is it planned? Is it not planned? Man, your mind can go down that rabbit hole forever. The only reason I'm doing this controversial, because I know this is going to be a controversial uh, podcast and I'm going to get feedback because that's just what happens when you say stuff like this. But be aware, just be aware and keep an open mind because if you can keep an open mind and then discount something through knowledge, then you can make a difference. If you don't have the knowledge in the first place, then you can be taken advantage of. Then you can be preyed upon with fear and bad propaganda. I mean, the news, please don't ever think you're getting the truth out of the news, <laughs> you're really not. Maybe some local things that are just happening in your community, but the big stuff, you're hearing what they want you to hear. 
And if you could just stick with that belief so that you know that like any stories, like going into any argument with your kids in front of you, two of them are saying his fault, it was her, she did it first. There's a truth to both sides of that story. And it's your job as the parent to figure it out as we both, as we all know that are parents. It is no different navigating the world around you. I hope I haven't left any thought un, unfinished here. I just really felt strongly about shaking a few things up today. And if I've offended you, I do apologize for that. But I do also ask you if I've offended you, why? Ask yourself why in your heart of hearts you were offended by this podcast or by the information or the things that I said. Because that question will not only gain you answers and awareness, it will help you grow and become. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at livingwellwithshell and Instagram at www.instagram.com slash livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through Shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan. <laughs>